This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Kansas City! Damian Williams runs to immortality! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. No, I went to Temecula and brought here some dirt. And this is how you use this dirt. No, like don't, you, don't. You do it like this, you get it, no, you sort of no. rub it on. Okay, now I'm ready to go. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. How about a pull-up three? Grace Pilot is good! Everything happening in the sports world. The game is over! And the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I'll probably wrap up in a blanket or something. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Kick it! Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Did you notice that I haven't removed the Beastie Boys from our intro? I have noticed that. We had a different song for the first 540 shows. Okay. But after Travis Kelsey, you know, one of my favorite people. Oh, yeah. Came out and started screaming it. Did you notice that during the Super Bowl they were playing it on all the Chiefs kickoffs as oh, well? I, yeah, it's 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 become. Remember when "Start Me Up" was the big Chiefs song? Oh yeah. And I some what was it that, that led them to quit doing "Start Me Up" before the start of every game? Well, they they still do play it a ton. Oh, do they? I didn't realize they did. I didn't think. Well, they the did. NFL has a pretty standard list of about twenty songs that are used all the time. How about this one? Crazy Train, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, yeah, I like Crazy Train. You always hear, going oh, yeah. off the rail. Oh, I, yeah, I know. That's one of them. Yeah. And then Fight for Your Right to Party. Yeah. That's always been a big one. Do you like the Beastie Boys? I've never, I don't know what they do. They're like some kind of rap, rap group or something. Yeah. I don't, but I don't, I don't know what they do. Or, well, they're old. They are. They were popular like in the 90s. Okay. Well, that makes them old. Yeah. Come on, Steve. You don't know who the Beastie Boys are? Come I'm just, on. I've heard of the name. I, well, I'm sure you have. I just, I they've just, only been around for 30 they're years. They're like some rap group, but I, I couldn't tell you one thing they've done. I have no idea. Fight for your right to party? Or are they the ones that... I didn't know they were... Yeah, that's why I asked you about I didn't know the Beastie they were, Boys. I had no idea that's the ones that did that. Come on, Steve. I got faith in you. Speaking of Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey... Did you follow along with many of the Super Bowl parade festivities yesterday? I didn't. How, did they ever have an like, approximate number? I've never really seen the number, but I've seen pictures in comparison to what it looked like for the Royals World Series parade. And it, the hard thing about it is you see pictures at all times of the day, and so you never really know. But I, I have seen some where they looked very, very similar. Remember the weather was pretty cold yesterday? It was. And whenever it was November 3rd of... 2015 or the 4th or whatever day it was that they had the World Series Parade, it was a beautiful day. Beautiful day. I was there. It was a phenomenal weather day, and it was perfect. That's why there were so many people there. But for this year, I felt like I saw more of my friends who initially wanted to be down by the rally 
Because they started the parade way up north by the Sprint Center mm-hmm. and wound it all the way down and then ended up at Union Station to have the rally. Are you following me here? I know where Union, yeah, I'm in the Union Station. So out in front of Union Station, that's where they had all the players and coaches, and that's where the parade ended up, and it backs up to the Liberty Memorial on the hill. Okay. You following here? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I know you're my... a big Kansas City geography buff, well. but that's where you see the big crowds of the people on the hill. Okay. And all of my people... Two or th- four years ago, however long it was, we all wanted to be down at the rally, while more of the people I saw this time wanted to just be on the parade route, get there on the street, and just kind of watch them all go by. So was was Travis Kelsey obnoxious or anything, or did he? Just... It depends on your definition of obnoxious. Was he Johnny Gomes like, like when the Royals had theirs? Well, let's say that Travis Kelsey might have dropped an f bomb. So he needed the delay. Yeah, I'll I'll give you the rundown of what he said. Well, I I got a feeling he'd had some adult beverages. He had had a few adult beverages, but mm-hmm. I, I think Trav, I think his tolerance is probably pretty high. Yeah, I would considering think so. he's six six and two hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah, but he said something along the lines of, "Oh, I love all these guys. We got Andy Reid, we got Patrick Mahomes, and we didn't, and we and, and my guy five five who wasn't offsides, Frank, bleep, bleep, Clark. Yeah. And so they were taking a couple shots at D Ford. But all in all, it looked like a really fun day. Yeah. I would think that, Steve, you might have the same opinion that my mother had whenever I talked to her. My mother is a big fan of the parades and always wants to know what's going on. I think she was watching on TV all afternoon. Okay. She went to the initial one, the World Series one. Really? But didn't go yesterday. I think she was a little cold. And she said... Oh, I'm just disappointed in those guys that they just kind of acted silly. Well, that's that's it's a fun time, and sometimes fun turns into silly. And they were drinking, and people would throw a beer up to Patrick Mahomes on his card, and he'd chug it and throw it down. People were throwing footballs up to him, and he's pointing and telling people to run. There was a really funny video of him throwing a pass to somebody, and there were three or four guys that were about to be where the ball was, and one of the guys was watching... Patrick Mahomes in the parade and then started to run the other way to make the catch and ran like right into a street pole. Ooh. Just a pole. Just I, 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 hate, I hate it when that happens. And so I, I just thought they were having fun. And the other thing that I, I wanted to preach today is a lot of times we expect professional athletes to be very clean cut, very straightforward all the time. Because you want them to be that way those, in the game. Those days went out when I was a young man. But I think we want them to be that way in a game. We don't like it when Patrick Mahomes, if, if he were to go out and get a bunch of personal fouls. And remember, that's kind of what Travis Kelsey's MO was for a little bit, for just doing stupid stuff. People and their expectations as a fan are, stay, do your job, just stick to sports, do what we need you to do. This is a this is an organization, we need you to win games. And I think that days like yesterday are really fun to be able to see a little bit of the personality of these guys. And I know that several of them were, instead of riding in the parade and and riding in those carts, they were walking the streets of the parade and being able to interact with the fans a little bit. And I think that it is just a fun day to celebrate and a chance to see these guys in a little different light. Yeah. Because normally, we see the very buttoned up Patrick Mahomes, Mm -hmm. the very... Media savvy Patrick Mahomes, high talker. Have you ever heard him say anything that you go, "Wow, that was not very good for his"? No, image? he always says the right thing, and he always gives. LeBron James, have you heard him very many times say something where you go, "Wow, that was not good for your image"? 
A lot of these guys are very buttoned up. Well, and so I think it is fun to see them cut loose a little bit. They had some interesting things to say at the podium, but the big one that Andy Reid said was, hey, we're coming back here next year. Well, he's, he's got to say that because that's what every coach says. But this is a team – we talked about this yesterday. This is a team that offensively is built for a championship next year because they return just about everybody. Everybody's pretty much signed for next year. Of course, Mahomes is working on an extension. But everybody's pretty much signed for next year. Uh, I think they need to upgrade the offensive line. I said that yesterday. Defensively, the main guys, they're already they're signed. So – you look at who's who's going to be the who's who's going to be the team in the AFC that you know. Let's face it, the Patriots are just about at the end. The window is closing on them. Maybe the Raiders. The the Raiders. What <laughs> the the window's closing on the Raiders? The, yeah. The Broncos. You think they're going to be the team to beat? Hey, look out for the Broncos. <laughs> they get You're a, just saying that so that way these Broncos people here in town don't well, get mad at look, you. Baltimore. Let's face it. Baltimore is going to be the number one challenger, right? Because Lamar Jackson is to to Baltimore, what Patrick Mahomes is to Kansas City, except he can't throw it like Patrick Mahomes. Don't forget about Houston. Yeah. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And, and but, GM Bill O'Brien. But they, there's just something about Houston. They just don't seem to put it together. I mean, they've had a lot of good pieces the last couple of years. You, well, yeah. And, and then they just, of course, Bill O'Brien basically gift-wrapped the game to the Chiefs with some of his crazy uh, – you know, decisions. Speaking of Houston, did you see J.J. Watt on Saturday Night Live? I did not. Why not? I didn't know he was on. Well, you should have recorded it. Well, I, He was pretty good, I I'd think, say. I think I was probably pretty tired by Saturday night after 24 basketball games in seven days. He was pretty good. I yeah. thought he was very funny. He's no Peyton Manning. Yeah. Peyton Manning has got comedic timing. He's, he's okay. I think he's really funny. But anyway, I thought J.J. Watt did a good job. Okay. They made fun of The Bachelor a lot. Oh, yeah, The Bachelor. I forgot about it. Thank uh, goodness. Yeah, I've tried to leave it out for you a little well, bit. Well, I appreciate that. So, Steve, you didn't take in any parade coverage I yesterday. didn't. I didn't. You don't have any interest in that? No, it's it's no Niwala. Do you have any interest in really anything that happens for the Chiefs outside of what's going to happen in the football mode here in the next two months? What I'm worried, I just want to see who they're going to pick up, who they're going to let go. I don't know who, you know, who they're going to let go because there's some guys, Shady. I mean, Shady McCoy, he's gone. See you later. Sammy Watkins, probably see you later. Do Doctor Tardif Duvernay, whatever his name is, Lawrence with the hy- the hyphenated guy, Laurent Duvernay Tardif. He's probably the Canadian doctor. He's probably gone. Um, defensively, I don't. You know, I don't know what who they're going to get rid of on defense, but they've got some guys. I mean, they can't afford to keep everybody. There's just no way. Steve, this is a little impromptu, but if you were going to be up on the chief stage in front of a big crowd of people, it's the Super Bowl parade, what would you have said? What, what would your parade message have been? Woo pig. Well, I don't think there are any Arkansas Razorbacks oh, okay. on the team. That's well, the I thought problem. that's what you would probably want to hear is woo pig. No, what, what would you say? What would your message be to the fans? Let's say, let's say you're Patrick Mahomes. It won't take 50 more years to come back to the Super Bowl. We'll do it next year. That's what I would say. Anything else? Anything with a little more enthusiasm? Well, I'm just not, you know, I'm not an enthusiastic person. So that's I pretty, think you are. That's pretty good for me, though. Oh, I, it it I, won't take 50 more years, Kansas City. Yeah. You sound like Denny over there. 
Does that like Denny Matthews? Well, I'm about Denny's age. What do you think Denny's call of the Damian Williams touchdown run would have been? Damian Williams takes this one to the outside, and he has a chance to score, and he does. And the Chiefs now lead by ten here with that would be two about left that'd be go. about Denny. I don't think he'd or that, that would pretty much clinch the Chiefs' victory. So and Kansas, Kansas City, you've got a Super Bowl champion. Yep. Time and temp brought to you by the parking <laughs> spot. We have airport parking covered. <laughs> yeah, that would be Denny. He plays it that way. And Patrick Mahomes drops back and throws one, and this one is caught by Tyree Kill about 45 yards down the field. <laughs> that was a pretty significant play. Yeah. I think that is about what it would That's sound That's about like. how excited Denny would get. And Mitch, I, I love that Kansas City's two radio guys that we have here on 96.7 FM KBBE yeah. are Kind of polar opposites. Oh, they are. Where you have Mitch, who is just this bundle of energy. Everything is huge. Everything is this moment. This is the greatest moment of all time. And then you have Denny Matthews, who is the exact opposite of, yeah, we'll we'll do something else tomorrow. He's understated. No matter what happens today. There will be a tomorrow. Yeah, but there's no nobody like Denny Matthews in baseball. I love them both. I, I do, too. As you can tell, I've listened to a lot of Denny in my day. And Mitch is a friend of the show. So. Oh, Denny would be a friend of the show, too, yeah, if we just would. gave him a chance. Yeah. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. I've got something I want to talk with you about today, and you're not prepared for it, but I'm going to get your take on it. I'm never prepared. That's true. Well, you're, we'll take a break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve Sell, I wanted to know if at any point here in the new future or the near future you were going to start missing football? I probably won't. So, because the season seems to me like it's longer and longer and longer every year. But even though it's, I mean, we end up in February. We, but the thing is, I'm not going to miss it because the NFL Network and ESPN and ESPN2 and ESPNU and ESPN News, ESPN Plus, they're going to have a football, two or three football shows a day. So it's never out of the mainstream. And, uh, you know, the, some of the shows I watch they have a lot of nfl news so i'm not going to miss it because it's going to be in the news it's it's kind of like you know it's 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 year round now it it really is it's just year round and uh so you really can't miss it because i think the i think the folks on tv really you know push it hard so the reason i ask you this is you don't have to miss it because oh the phony baloney league the xfl returns this weekend and see that and i wanted to ask you if you have any interest at all in the XFL, minus two on a scale of ten. So there's just no interest to no, you. No, it's 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 minor league football. Is that the only reason? What if all the game? What if it was all very competitive? I wouldn't care. There's probably not people that I really relate to. 
What does that mean? I don't know what player. I, I couldn't tell. You. I I don't know how many teams there are. I don't know how many. That's why you got to dive into it. Yeah, I'm. It's it's just not. I just don't think it's my cup of tea. Okay. It's kind of like when Vince McMahon. What was that league he had? The XFL. Oh, okay. It's back. It's yeah, but Vince McMahon had. Oh, it was just. It was. It tried to combine pro wrestling and football. And that's a bad combination. Well, I think you have, you're taking me to a point here that I wanted to make. And that is, there kind of was a place for the XFL 20 years ago. And what I mean by that is, maybe even 30 years ago, is that you had this different brand of football. They were saying, hey, you can't... Remember one of the rules, there's no fair catches allowed? Yeah. That they wanted as much contact as possible. They wanted everything to be more physical than the NFL. And, the, and they had He Hate Me. You remember He Hate Me for, in the XFL? No, I wasn't alive. Okay, they had a guy. He was, I think he was a running back or a defensive back. And they all had nicknames, and he was He Hate Me. And he became like the face of the XFL. But I don't think that is something that people are striving for now with football because remember, a lot of the conversation is how do we make this game safer? And 30 years ago the XFL saying, "Hey, let's make this game tougher. Yeah. Let's make it even harder hitting. We're just going to start knocking each other's skulls yeah, out." Yeah, they they were encouraging knockout shots. All right, Steve, there are eight teams okay. in the XFL. I couldn't name one of them. I want you to just name me three cities that you think there is an XFL team in. Chicago. No. Las Vegas. No. San Antonio. No. <laughs> Memphis. <laughs> that was pretty good. No. Mem- think bigger. New York. There is a New York team, the Guardians. The Guardians, Okay. Um, let's see. Los Angeles. There is a Los Angeles team. I don't know where they play, but they're the Los about, Angeles Wildcats. How about Phoenix? No, there is no Phoenix team. Houston? There is a Houston team. The well, Houston Roughnecks. Okay. Um, Galva. Yeah, the, the, the Galva Chieftains. Was that their original mascot? I, I don't remember. No, no. I, I, I just don't, I don't know. And I, The I, Dallas Renegades. Okay. The D.C. Defenders. Dallas Renegades, wasn't that a soccer team back in the day? I was thinking There's that. an F.C. Dallas that yeah. is still a team. And see, that that all confuses me. Soccer, professional soccer confuses me because there's like MSL and then... No. MLS. MLS. And then what's the other one? There, what's the one over in England? Well, there are like 500 that, What's the one? FC Europe. Barcelona or something. Well, like. they would be in La Liga, which is the Spanish league. Well, see, I don't know. Are you that. referring to the Premier League in England? That's what the I'm English think- Premier That's League. That's what I was thinking of. But it seems like there's professional soccer 24-7. Well, it is more of a winter sport season in England. Yeah. They play a lot more along the lines of the basketball season, yeah. where the MLS here in America is more in line with the baseball season. Okay. So they're off a little bit. And then you've got World Cup and FA Cup and all sorts of different things. Well, let me ask Europa you this. Getting Cup. back to the XFL, who right now is supposed to be the best player in the league? Do you have any idea? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I'm going to pull up the roster for the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Vipers. Okay. And we'll, I'll let you know. Oh, quarterback for the Tampa Bay Vipers, Aaron Murray. I thought it was going to be Steve Spurrier. No, not quite as cool. So, Aaron Murray. Where'd he play? A&M? You don't remember Aaron Murray? No. Georgia Bulldog, former Kansas City Oh, team. okay. Yeah, he was a stiff. <laughs> Quentin Flowers is on that team. I don't know who that is. He was at South Florida with Charlie Strong. Okay. They've got some decent players, but 
I don't think people are going to go to the XFL for the major talent, and that's part of the reason why I have a hard time wanting to have any interest in it. Well, here's what's going to happen. Let's hear it. Here's my hot take. They'll have a great crowd. I don't know how much these stadiums fill, but seat, I should say. They'll have a really – I shouldn't say a great crowd. They'll have a really good crowd for the first game, and by the third week, it'll just be the diehards who have nothing better to do that just love football and they don't care who's playing. They'll just go. That's just my hot take. Okay. I'll throw out some names for you for guys that are in the XFL. The top prospects, Christine Michael. He's a running back. Remember, he was on the Colts for a little bit. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He is on the St. Louis Battlehawks. Okay. Deron Smith, Darren Smith, defensive back. He was on the Vikings at one point. Coney Ely, a defensive end. I think he went to Mizzou. He's on the Houston Roughnecks. Will Sutton, defensive lineman. How could you forget about him? Would you really want I I don't know what the tickets go for, but I wouldn't pay $5 to go see. How about Cardell Jones, national champion quarterback at Ohio State? Boy, did that guy make a bad decision coming out of college. (laughs) It just ruined his career. How about Rashad Ross, wide receiver? Don't know him. He went to Arizona State. Okay. Antonio Callaway, he was on the Browns. And he had all sorts of off-the-field issues. Connor Cook, quarterback in Michigan State. You remember him? I remember him, yeah. And then Landry Jones. Landry Jones, he's probably the most high-profile guy in the league. He played against the Chiefs one yeah. time and yeah. lost. That's right. Former Oklahoma Sooner. Steeler. So you don't have any in, any interest in this. Let's say this, Steve. Let's say you have absolutely nothing to do. It is a Sunday afternoon. You cannot play golf. It's too cold. You can't go into work. You don't have anything left to do. You have nothing to do. And the XFL is on. And it's Cardale Jones against Landry Jones in a battle of quarterbacks. Would you watch? No. It just it does not appeal to me. It just doesn't. I'd rather watch a documentary of Leonard Skinner like I watched last night. Now, let's say that this XFL team was closer. Let's say they were in Wichita. I'd pay attention if they You would there. have more I would pay attention awareness of it if it was I would that. at least give them a look-see at the start. What about Kansas City? I would probably give them a look-see. But but it's minor league football. It's just, I mean, I don't follow the Toledo Mud Hens. So why would I want to <laughs> follow the... The Durham Bulls? Yeah, I'd rather watch, yeah, Crash Davis. Well, if Susan's hanging around, well, yes. that, that would help exactly. some Exactly, yeah. So you watched Leonard Skinner documentary last night? I did. What'd you learn? Um, they did a lot of drugs, but they were great. This is something you just now learned? Well, they did a great band. They, they, they were a great band. I was, you know I'm a big Skinner fan. You are. Skinner will never die. That's right. Freebird. Rock on. There you go. Yep. So, Steve Sell, you were out on the XFL. I'm out. I was hoping that maybe I you... I put the X in XFL. I was hoping that maybe you would come out and say... You know, I'll give it a try. Give me a team to root for. My time is precious. You you are a precious man. <laughs> I, I am. My time is precious. I just thought maybe you would say, you know, I'm in on the Dallas Renegades. I'm all in. I'll watch all their games. If you'd told me at the start of the day there's a sports team in Dallas called the Renegades, I figured it'd be some soccer team. I have no idea. I had no idea it was the XFL team. Okay, Steve. I'll I'll, I'll let you off the hook. Okay. But I just wanted to see I where you were I got a feeling a lot of our, my peeps are in the same boat with me. I'm pretty much in the same boat, too. Yeah. There was another league last year. Do you remember? There was another somewhat professional football league that people were kind of interested in for I like don't remember, but two weeks, and then nobody cared anymore, now, and they the shut U- down. I will say the USFL, 
they did a pretty good job for a while, and then their big mistake was they decided they wanted to challenge the NFL. They were going to challenge the NFL and play at the same time, and I think they wound up folding before that ever happened. But there, there was about a four-year stretch where the USFL wasn't bad football. You look at who played in that. Marcus Dupree. Jim Kelly. Steve Young. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin Bryant. Um, there, Bobby Bear. Not to be called Bobby Herbert, but Bobby Bear. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. So there were some good teams in that USFL. All right, Steve. Let's take our final break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You are listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, you and I went out to the college today and taped the McPherson College Coaches Show tonight for 6 o'clock. Yeah, and uh, Bulldogs last night on the road split at OW, Oklahoma Wesleyan. Women, a great win. They were down 12 at the half, came back, won by 6, keeps them in the KCAC hunt. The men had their first real clunker of the year. I mean, they were not even in the ball game. I was falling that early. They were down like 24 to 6. 24 to 7, I guess it was, right out of the chute. And they just basically wrote that game off. They are both teams are back home on Saturday. If you haven't seen Mac College basketball this year, go out to the sports center. I think it's five and seven. Yeah. On Saturday. Bethel will bring a great crowd. Cody Cape, former bullpup. Oh, yeah. Assistant coach for Bethel. The popcorn guy. The He'll popcorn. be there. Bethel has this guy, the popcorn man, and I think it's kettle corn. Is it kettle corn? He's got some sort of popcorn. I don't and know. Sometimes I don't he has, know how. And sometimes he has T-shirts that he, he tape, wads up, tapes up, and throws them to the crowd. Very spiritual supporter of the Bethel Threshers. Yeah, and I would imagine that popcorn guy will be there. Oh, he's always there. And they will be ready for a couple of fun games. But I, I made the comment on the show today, Steve, and that will run at 6 o'clock, talking about how fun it is to not only have the high school programs be as good as they are and be competitive all the time, and we're always thinking state, state, state. It's fun when the Mac College basketball teams are right in that conversation, too, because the last couple years, they've not really been in that conversation at this point in the year, and everybody had kind of written them off by this point. But both teams have a chance to not only be in the conference tournament, the men are pretty much locked in already, but the women are right there on the door. And I think both teams know that they can make some noise if they could just get in the dance. Yeah, because especially on the women's side, uh, Sterling and KW have been the top two teams. Uh, the Bulldogs split with Sterling. Uh, they lost to KW the first time they go up there to play them, I think, next week. And, uh, you know, it'd be nice to have some playoff basketball here. And the men could do that. If the men, they have, what, five games left? Four. Four games left, I'm sorry. Three after Saturday. They go three and one. They're going to have a home game. Right. I tell you right now. Well, if they go two and two, pretty good chance of that. Yeah, too. because they're playing Ottawa and Bethel. Those are teams that they're jockeying with. And then I think they have Avila, is the other team. And then of course Bethel on Saturday. So we're excited about a weekend full of Bulldog basketball. Yeah, we we'll be doing the the call on the on the Bulldog stream. So 
if you want to tune in and listen to us on that. There you go. And then we will also be in action tomorrow night, Bullpup Basketball taking on Andale. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. and Think I, pink night. And just, just as a reminder, we, we haven't mentioned it yet, everybody needs to wear pink to the Bullpup game tomorrow night. You Cancer, got some pink, don't you? I do. I do. I, in fact, I bought a special pink shirt a couple years ago just for this night. So everybody wear their pink and uh, support cancer awareness. Uh, Coach Stradman, you know, he does a great job with this night. They raise a lot of money. They give about, I would say the average has been 3500 to 3800 a year to women and children combating cancer. And they have four women uh, they pick out each, you know, each time. Uh, they tell, you know, they have their story. They talk about their stories and their fight against cancer. And, of course, I lost my mother to cancer, so it's an important night to me. So it should be a fun night, and I'm telling you what, Steve, both these teams better be ready to go because Andale, although and, and neither although neither record looks that glamorous, well nine and four is pretty good, but it doesn't it doesn't pop off the page and you go wow that's going to be scary. Neither record looks that incredible, but uh, these both these teams are going to be very very tough they and will. physical here tomorrow night. They will, and there's some sickness going around. Stay stay healthy, yeah, Steve. So hopefully hopefully. Uh, Friday night, everybody's on board. Let's hope so. Yep. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.